Hello, this is Nina speaking. This is my first podcast episode. This is the 6th of August 2018 and my podcast will be about running and uh, becoming an athlete and training with a purpose. I started running in uh, December 2016 and it has been a good journey for me which uh, has had many aspects of healing and especially it has given me something with a great passion to do for myself. I would like to pass this and share it with other people and uh, in this podcast I'm also going to try to interview some guests uh, but at the beginning I thought I might just record my own voice so that I can get a feel of what it's like to be a broadcaster instead of just a listener of podcasts. I came into this podcasting world by uh, reading actually when I was um, interested in improving my health after having some stress and anxiety issues. I uh, got into uh, Facebook groups that were interested in juice fasting or into uh, uh, whatever, bodybuilding and improving the physique. And uh, I got into a group that was uh, trying to heal people with uh, really bad diseases like cancer. And they did this by uh, concentrating on the digestive tract and how uh, we digest our foods. And they were big fans of juice fasting and also of cleansing the body with uh, uh, yeah, doing fasting weeks and also uh, eating some, I don't know, earth type stuff so that you can shit out all the detrimental things for your health and doing this in form of some retreats, also together with meditation. And since my husband is a psychologist and he's really interested in meditation, I also started meditating many years ago. And uh, this seemed like a perfect combination to uh, meditate, do yoga, and also do some juice fasting and juice cleansing. However, in the period when I started being interested in this, I was pregnant and I couldn't do any juice fasting. But I was dabbling with uh, veganism at the time. And in order to see if veganism could be healthy, I uh, bought a lot of cookbooks and also became interested in raw foods. And uh, tried a lot of raw cooking recipes and in general got rid of my sugar addiction at the time because I was using things like agave syrup or also um, dates and other replacements for sugar and eating healthier options and drinking smoothies and drinking juices. So this was my first step into the process and then I um, got into Dr. Greger's work who is in, uh, I think it's called nutritionfacts.org and he did some very good videos about what is healthy and what isn't healthy and how to live a healthier and longer life without any of the big diseases. So he's a believer in veganism. So at the time I beca became vegan and um, thought that this harp, high carb diet would be the best thing for me. And uh, when I bought... Dr. Gregor's book, How Not to Die, I found Rich Roll in the comments to the book. Somebody had recommended the Rich Roll podcast. 
I was, uh, at the time I was in St. Anton, which is a mountain place, and we were hiking and I listened to ritual podcasts. It, I think it was in winter 2014-15. And then, after this, I listened to his podcasts for about a year. And in November of 2016, I heard him talk to his coach, uh, Chris Hout. And I was just starting to run because I had already done some private strength training and private Pilates training and some fitness studio work. And also I had had some coaching via an online company called Flow Sports, which gives you an online training program. But at the time I was uh, just starting to run and when uh, I heard Rich Roll and Chris how talk about endurance training, I wrote to Chris because it was my birthday and I asked him to coach my husband and me. So on the 1st of December 2016 I started to run and uh, yeah, that was the beginning of my journey. Chris did the online training program and I had to <laughs> execute it and since it became hard or it was many hours per day I had a lot of time to listen to new podcasts and Chris is an ultra uh, endurance coach so it was clear from the beginning that I would be doing the marathon as my first event and uh, I also had some races coming up the first one was in February 2017 so about three months into my training and from the first days, we had to spend quite many hours on our feet and we had to be training every day. So in this time, I started really listening to a lot of podcasts to understand how this uh, how long endurance training works and how ultra runners uh, uh, executed their sport and so on. And I found out about a lot of other people in the sport I especially loved, I still listened a lot to the Rich Roll podcast, but I also got into Michael Gervais' podcast. Michael Gervais has a podcast called Finding Mastery, and it's about how big achievers, high achievers reach their uh, potential and become what they are. And what I loved about the Michael Gervais podcast was that he got into the childhood of the guests and also saw their value systems and also their methods of relaxation and also their spiritual framework as well as the life events that got them to the place where they were. In my case, my life event that has changed me most was that uh, I met an Italian man and uh, we were together for 10 years and after about four years I moved to Italy after I had finished my studies and when I lived there we decided to have children and we had two children and we bought a house together but after some time I was sort of isolated and frustrated and I had a panic attack and I decided to go home to my country and he wouldn't have it at the time and we had a really bad separation with some legal proceedings after that and uh he actually filed for child abduction, which is uh, something that is a penal law case in Italy. So I was threatened with a few years of jail if I would have been condemned in this case. 
So I had about 10 years of lawsuits against me and the children were threatened to be taken from me. And in this period, I had a lot of psychological problems because I didn't really know if the children would be staying with me. And also at the time, my ex-partner was uh, stalking me in the sense that he was parking downstairs and always saying that he wanted to see the children and he didn't really want to come at the days that we agreed upon. So he came all the time and I always had to protect my children from him having them all the time so that we could get into a good rhythm. And it took a few months until this whole thing had been worked out, but he then uh, went to some authorities like the embassy and so on. And I had to be interviewed by lots of uh, people that were trying to interfere in the relationship. And I had to see a psychiatrist and get the children tested and get myself tested. And it was really stressful for me because he claimed that I was crazy, which in a certain way, of course, is true. But... <laughs> in the sense that I'm a very intense person and I really do everything 100% and I'm surely not on the normal side but more on the extreme side of personality. So being threatened with uh, psychiatric problems uh, that might take my children away from me and so on, this really brought me into a big mental crisis and I also had a lot of health issues because I was a single mom and I was dating and trying to find a new husband and you know I, I was awake a whole lot but also working a lot to get my children through the day so at that time I sort of got very near burnout state and my husband who is a psychologist who I met after four years of this trouble helped me to reclaim my health and reclaim my sanity and also to plan more phases of relaxation on the other hand, uh, at that time, I was also trying to yeah, do therapy and do massages and yeah, reclaim my health in every sense. So Michael Gervais' podcast interested me because also in his podcast, people had crises when they became a newer and better version of themselves. And I was interested in life stories and difficult life stories. And also Rich Roll's podcast is about transforming because he was an alcoholic and a high achiever and transformed his health after he had a breakdown. When he was, I think, 39 years old, he became so unfit that he sort of had a uh, a miracle moment where he thought he would have to change something and he became a vegan after about a year and then found a new health through veganism. Yeah, so these were my two inspirations and now I thought that I could start my own podcast and start to give back to people because for now I haven't really given back a lot. I was working as an artist after my separation uh, in 2004, I did a few art exhibitions and I really was concentrated on selling my work. And I think I was quite a narcissist at the time. I only contacted people to invite them to exhibitions. And more or less, I always wanted to sell myself, which didn't work, of course, because I never gave anything back to the people. And 
as I said, in the last years, I've discovered that giving back and being passionate about what you do is the way to happiness. And I haven't really found a new way to express myself after stopping to do art. The only thing I've done was uh, trying to relax a lot after my sports activities, which became more and more with time, and to sleep more and to not have too much going on besides all my sports things. And in the last years, what has become apparent is that my coaches and the people working for me and my sports have become my real passions. And so I thought if I do a podcast, I should talk about these passions and maybe get some people interested in the things that I have done to improve my health. My health has really improved since I started running. Uh, at the time, I still had some anxiety going on, even though I was in weekly therapy sessions. This uh, has completely changed. I'm not as anxious anymore. And I'm feeling really good. And I'm also, I had some ear infections going on that were really, really bad. I had to take antibiotics and cortisone to locally in my ears for about 30 years and I couldn't go into the water. My ears were always itching. This has also changed now. I'm completely free of any ear problems. And a lot of this has been also due to my own self-reflection, which I was allowed to do when I was running. I could log anything I wanted to describe how my workouts went. But of course, I went over the top with the logging and wrote about everything, all my thoughts and everything that was going on in my life. And this reflection brought me to actually check my own mistakes and see where I was still not happy with my life. And I found that I was still putting cortisone in my ear all the time. And then I contacted the doctors to ask them if there is any other way I can uh treat my ears and get rid of the itch. And I found out that all I had to do was put disinfectant on some ear, uh, whatever you call them, cotton sticks and <laughs> clean the ears. So since I've been doing that and cleaning out the fatty, whatever, <laughs> grease that's in the ear and, and, and disinfecting the ear, I've had no more itchiness and I'm f free of cortisone. And maybe this has also changed the way I feel, but uh, I feel a lot healthier and a lot more self-confident. And my training load is also becoming bigger and I'm feeling more fit. And I really want to share this journey of mine with the world. So I think this could be a good first introduction to who I am. My name is Nina Schrödel and uh, I will call this uh, podcast Nina Running. And you can also find me on Instagram and on uh, my website, which for the moment is ninalevet.com, N-I-N-A-L-E-V-E-T-T.com. -E -E and on the website, you will find videos and also uh, some written blog uh, posts about my life and my journey. And I hope that this introduction wasn't too long and that you find it interesting and I hope I'll have some interesting guests for you soon. Thanks for listening. Maybe for Chris I can change my attitude. I need to be less critical of him. And This time Peter and I were chatting about Chris and 
whether I need to be a small dog like a sweet little dog to be able to be coached by him without any problem and then Peter said no you just need to be humorous then you can be a wolf but he said I should spend the next 24 days without writing to him and he also said he's curious how he will have changed and lastly <coughs> sorry he said that uh, maybe Chris just said yes because he thought I was someone else that's really funny we were laughing so so much and now I'm really tired because it's so hot today I'll drink some precision hydration drink and then I'll sleep a bit before Jan comes I don't know what my podcast would be about yet but I was thinking maybe I should do it in German or in English and I was thinking that it has to be something that interests me for example in the morning John wrote to me that I can now concentrate on to why I started running again because I can make the decision between Chris and him and then I thought about why did I start running and I actually think that I started because Chris brought this into my life and there was no real reason for it but at the end going with the flow has brought me so many new things because I researched into it after he had the idea so following people and following what they have given me is something very interesting and also similarly today John gave this prompt for me to think about why I got into running in the first place and I'm pretty sure it's not about winning but it's about becoming a better person and uh, knowing why I'm here a thing that I'm struggling with lately is when I listen to these business podcasts about making money I can see that I'm feeling guilty that I'm not building a business or building any thing that can create income but of course on the other hand I also know that I am working so things are money is coming in and I can organize this really well also a thing that I've been thinking of lately was uh, listening to Chris podcast and then just seeing how he did it because I really like the idea that he's not following any plan but he's talking about just notes that he's taken and what I like about that is that every moment will bring new ideas and it's so good to stick to what you've been thinking in this moment in, instead of making a big plan for the future what you'll be thinking and what you'll be talking about but just to know that in that moment the ideas will come to you and they'll be so real and they'll be so passionate so that's another thing I also noticed in running yesterday I did a lot of splits and sorry I did a lot of repeats 800 mile repeats and after the first I was just thinking to catch Berti and I was thinking of meditation prompts and so on but I wasn't really in my body in the moment but the more um, repeats we did I was getting closer to my breathing closer to my the way my feet felt on the ground the way my legs felt the strong I, how strong I was with my feet on the ground 
And this grounding and being in the moment really brought an amazing strength and it became easier and easier. So if I do a podcast, I thought it could be a good idea to really stay with what that day brings me and what that moment brings me and also talk about things that are really moving me at the moment and not going into big concepts and big plans, but just staying with what is true at the moment for me, what I've learned on a certain day. Why I'm deciding to move to Chris and not stay with John. I think this is a decision that's in my heart somehow. It's it's not a decision in my head because I know that John is a great coach for me and he's giving me so many ideas and prompts about how to improve and he's so responsive every day but I don't have this fascination as I have for Chris like when I listen to Chris's podcast I'm feeling that he's such an artist and a genius and all the words he's saying are so talented and they resonate with me and I'm feeling that I can sort of feed off his energy and be true to myself and be that person that doesn't care about what others think and be creative with nothing He's such a like leading personality, doesn't really copy others or talk a lot about others. He's making his own truth up while he goes. And he's earning experience from just doing things, but also from the athletes he coaches, which he totally frees from any... Like he's not... Through his not reacting, he's actually letting people free and they can make their own, make up their own minds about things. And then he learns from that. I think that's a really good concept. And I also thought about Clara and that I could actually not say anything about her decisions, but just listen to her. Maybe that's what I should be doing. Also ich könnte Videoaufnahmen machen und dann zugleich sprechen und ich könnte auch den Podcast machen. Das Ganze kann man natürlich, wenn das einmal Sound ist, kann man auch auf äh, den Blog schreiben. Das heißt zuerst einmal eine Aufnahme auf Einkommen machen, dann daraus einen Blogpost, dann daraus wieder einen Podcast und dann das Instagram-Game und so weiter spielen und das YouTube-Game und das Snapchat- und Facebook-Game. Und die Hauptfrage ist noch, worüber dieser Podcast sein soll. Weil einerseits muss ich die Leute anonym halten, glaube ich, um die es geht. Andererseits wird es dann uninteressant. Und drittens weiß ich nicht, ob ich nur über Laufen sprechen kann, wenn es so viele andere Themen gibt, die mich interessieren. Im Gretchen Rubin Podcast war die Rede von Reverse Gossip, das heißt, man soll nur Gutes über Menschen sagen, die nicht da sind. Und das Zweite ist, sie hat eine Routine vorgeschlagen, dass man, wenn man jemandem ein E-Mail schickt, immer zuallerletzt den äh, Empfänger des E-Mails eintragen soll und man soll unbedingt schauen, dass das E-Mail, wenn es ein bisschen heikel ist, dass es fehlerfrei ist und dass man es liegen lässt und dass man es überarbeitet. Das ist etwas, das ich in der Zukunft beherzigen möchte und vielleicht auch wissen will, 
wem ich was schreiben soll. Der Mario hat ja gesagt, ich soll dem Chris, ich soll überlegen, wie meine Botschaften beim Ankommen, was sie beim Auslösen. Und ich glaube, das wäre überhaupt gut, dass man überlegt, was will man anderen schreiben. Will man sie unterstützen oder will man sie fertig machen? Und das andere, was ich überlegt habe, war, dass ich in Wahrheit eifersüchtig auf den Chris war, weil er so viel Erfolg hat und Kunden hat und eigentlich nichts mehr dafür tun muss, weil er in Wahrheit ein Coach ist, der gar nicht antwortet. Und irgendwie, glaube ich, habe ich ihn als Vorbild gehabt, aber auch, ich wollte ihn letztendlich demontieren und war eifersüchtig und neidig. Und jetzt geht es darum, mich selber aufzubauen und mein eigenes Leben in einer Art zu gestalten, dass ich keine Eifersucht verspüre. Ja, und da war die Frage natürlich, inwieweit das Einrichten und Immobilienprojekte mein Beruf sind oder eben das Buch schreiben oder Videos drehen und so weiter. Das muss ich mir selbst beantworten. Hello, this is Nina's podcast, Nina's running podcast. Today I decided that I will need to do two hours of meditation per day. And I need to do strength training. So tomorrow I'll start with this new schedule and I'll be using my bullet journal to uh, make my days more efficient again now that autumn is proceeding. I want to be kind to my parents and to myself. What are my gifts to the world? At the moment, I think I'm trying to reduce my stresses. I'm trying to be passionate and emotional and feeling where my passion is high. I can feel when my energy is flowing in a positive way. And at the moment, this is the case when I write emails and there is somebody on the other side that I respect, like Chris or Mario. However, after writing to them, I still feel somehow that showing myself makes me vulnerable and makes me unsure of whether I'm really a good person or not. And I sometimes feel uncomfortable after writing. I can see a difference between Mario and Chris in that Chris is a more rebellious and more lonesome person. He has more difficulty relating to other people and being kind to them. And Mario is a really good listener and can adapt well to people's needs and can feel what they need to hear from him. And also he's really honest and give a really good opinion. And he's also really knowledgeable about what's going on in the industry of running. I think my gift is that I'm an intense person. I can really concentrate and be present for what I'm passionate about. And I care deeply about people that I'm involved with, like Chris and Mario and some other people. I follow them closely and I understand where they are at, even when I don't know them. Maybe they don't appreciate this and uh, one of my faults has been that I tried to intervene with people that I don't know and tell them what to do. Maybe I should become more giving in the sense that I can see people and respect them even if they have different faults. Uh, 
maybe I should see their imperfections as their gifts and accept them even though I see their imperfections. With the children, I think that I'm not always very patient, but I sort of have boundaries which sometimes explode. I think that uh, I'm emotional and I can show the children that being emotional is something positive and I can also acknowledge their emotions. So on the side of being a mom, I don't think I'm doing quite a bad job, but of course, sometimes I don't feel a lot of energy and I could be a better mom. Regarding the health of the children, I could be doing a better job maybe of nutrition for the small children. I think that for myself, I'm quite good about nutrition, but also on my own side, I could be doing a bit better. I'm not eliminating gluten at the moment and I'm not taking my medications, but I'm also feeling quite healthy and quite happy. Regarding John, I'm sad to leave him and I'm also happy to come back one day. Regarding my quad, I don't know what to do exactly, but I'm following John's plan and tomorrow I'll be seeing Jan. This will be fun. I might need some money for Jan and Dasha. And my gifts to the world, maybe it's a, uh, something to do with my honesty and my seeking for truth and being a student and also being really honest with myself and being true to myself and trying to be accepted for who I am and not trying to be a fit in person who is trying to change for others but being the way I feel I am most authentic and I think I also have a quest for being kind and compassionate and for improving myself. Okay, so this is going to be a new episode of my podcast and the theme for today is what are my gifts to the world. I think that my gifts are that I can be really authentic and uh, very truthful and I show others how to show their vulnerable sides to the world and I'm also sort of rebellious in that I don't adapt to other people like I wear my own clothes and I don't change the way I dress for other people I sort of always wear my truth out on my sleeve and also with my children I tell them all about my emotions and I'm really clear about who I am and I'm also reflective and trying to improve myself like I go to therapy and I'm trying to learn about Buddhist teachings. I'm really curious about my own experiences and I'm also not uh, very um, afraid. I'm sort of courageous in trying new things and I'm also persistent and consistent and not afraid to put out high efforts when things interest me and when I'm passionate about them. Regarding being a mother, I might be doing a better job in some respects, but I'm also really honest about my path and I'm knowledgeable about where how far I can go with others and where I'm sort of needing to pull back and be having boundaries towards others. Where I'm not so good is that I'm not a good vault. I'm not good at keeping stuff 
to myself. I'm always telling and blabbing things to other people and also talking badly about others. But I'm trying to improve on this in this respect. What do I wish would be different? Uh, I certainly wish that the governments would be cooperative in bringing peace to the world and in uh, creating systems to uh, make the environment safer and to not uh, have disposable waste anymore. And also regarding nutrition, I wish that I would be more uh, successful in giving the kids good food and giving them fruit instead of giving them unhealthy stuff. Uh, another thing I wish would be different is mm, maybe I like to stay healthy. So I don't know. Maybe I need to improve my back, my spine. Maybe I need to try to meditate more. Regarding friendships and family, I might need to uh, invite more friends over. So maybe I can do a plan for inviting people soon. And regarding the relationship with my parents, I might need to improve on that one. Maybe we need to invite more children to our house and do more plans with other children. Uh, we could take the kids to places maybe. And yeah, I think we're doing quite well with the relaxation aspect and our relationship is good. We have good rituals in place. So maybe I need to be more present I need to accept others more and not be judging others. I need to be kind and compassionate regarding my rentals. I need to know what my clients want and be generous. I don't want to criticize others and see their faults, but to see what they're doing well. Be kind to them and to myself. Hello, this is Nina speaking and uh, today I'm going to do a free flow talk about the learnings of the day. Today is the 18th December 2019 and I'd like to do one of these episodes every day from now on. My learning for today is that I like the idea of the law of attraction meaning that whatever you think about most is what comes into your life. If you think about fear, you will have more fear. If you think about wanting to be happy, you will be happy. So <clears throat> this um, thinking means that you have to choose your thoughts carefully and you have to work on your mindset. This is what I'm going to do in 2020. And besides this, I have a few other things that I have been thinking of doing. One of them is to uh, record videos for a YouTube channel. And the second is to get a podcast going to record my own voice, which is what I'm doing here today. So 
<clears throat> the third thing that I'm interested in is nutrition, vegan nutrition. Because of climate change, I will try to get people to go vegan. So I will have to think of how I can be a better blogger and writer so that I can convince people to go vegan. I also started playing the guitar recently and I'm thinking of writing songs and recording them and making this a sort of free flow blog thing. The other thing that's been on my mind has been that real life friendships are really important but I seem to have a very hard time keeping friendships alive. Yeah, let's see how that goes in the future. I used to have a few pen pals but it's been quite hard in the last weeks to keep everything going and I might be more of a loner than I thought I was. Right, so I'd like to talk about 2019 and how this year started and how I have developed the first thing I did last year at New Year's was I started to do the Desire Map Planning, which is a journal by Danielle Laporte. She has this journaling prompt that help you to define your desired feelings. Her idea is that you shouldn't choose to-dos, just filling lists. But you should think first what desired feelings you want to have. For example, joy or feeling fit or thin or feeling beautiful or colorful or vibrant. And whatever feelings you want to have, you then go to choose the things to add to your life that will give you that feeling. This was the first thing I did. Then after this, I found the Gretchen Rubin course called the Happiness Project Experience, which is a one-year-long course where you can dedicate each month to a certain theme. And there is an app called Better where you meet other people and you can exchange the experiences you have every month, for example, the first month, I think, was an overview where you had to think about what things make you jealous, for example. And I analyzed for myself who I was jealous of. And then she goes on to say that probably the feeling of jealousy comes when you are striving in that direction, for example. If you're jealous of a person who has more money than you, then you yourself might want to have more money or to feel less feelings of scarcity. So for myself, I found out that I was jealous of my sister because I always felt she was more loved than I was. And also, in terms of the inheritance, I thought she had sort of been treated better than I had. And that made me feel jealous and unloved, actually. And 
men. There were a few influencers online that I felt jealous of. And analyzing that, I also found out I would like to be a person posting or having a podcast or a blog and so on. And the other thing that I was conscious of in January was that I was very eager to save the climate. I felt climate change was happening and I knew that I was unhappy also because I wasn't serving anyone. I mean, I was having a few people that I supported financially and that also worked for me and that technically I didn't really need all those people, but I felt it was like giving back sort of finance a lot of people working for us. And it made me increasingly unhappy though to think that these people needed so much from me and I felt I needed energy and resources also to feel more abundance. So that was the beginning of last year. Wait, I will now make a pause. Okay.